My man, Trav, we're back here dancing. I forgot to put us up on screen. Greetings and salutations. Okay. Welcome to episode 69 of Ref the District. I'm Nathan Perry. That's Trav. Stoner's still out there living his best life with his yeah. wife. Uh, happy anniversary to Stoner. And, uh, you know, that's uh, great. And uh, I'm going to take a little bit of time here to say mm-hmm. happy anniversary to EP and myself. We'll be celebrating oh. our 11th anniversary on this Saturday. So uh, nice. happy that she's a part of the show. Happy she's part of my life. And uh, hopefully she doesn't stay mad at me for very long. Now we're going to go ahead. <laughs> we're going to have a great show for you here. Uh, we have in the post game the NBA lottery. And mm. what if the NFL moved to the lottery format for the draft. How yeah, would idea. that make things interesting? That's going to be our thought process going into the post game. The game is the Washington commander schedule. Mm-hmm. Take a look at it. See where we're coming up with the all dubs schedule. If you haven't <laughs> already seen Trev's That's video, right. whether or not here on YouTube, the shorts version or our Twitter ref, the district on Twitter, uh, where it has a little bit longer version, you got to see it. Oh man, I I I watched it like four times today, and each time I'm still <laughs> laughing. It's it's yeah, so good. It, it is too, so yeah. good. Maybe we're not going to predict all wins, but we will Ooh. break down the schedule and we will tell you which games we're looking forward to, which games that uh, we think might be an upset alert. We'll find out all that mm-hmm. in the game. And then right now we're going to be talking about Troy Aikman's comments on Carson Wentz and mm. Bradbury has signed with the Eagles. A lot of Washington fans go. that he would come to the commanders that did not happen. We'll talk mm. about that. Of course, we're sponsored by Pacers running for every run. They've got you taken care of more on that before the game. Trev, yes. Troy Aikman says that this probably is Carson Wentz's last opportunity to prove that he is a QB1. What do you um, think about that statement? Yes and no, because there's 30, no, because there's 32 teams in the NFL. Somebody's going to, if it doesn't work out here, somebody will try him out somewhere else, I think, at least one more time. You know, that's the way it is. But uh, also, yes, because, I mean, he's had chance after chance after chance to prove he could be the guy in – a lot is being made right way. now of the fact that this is his third team in, yeah. uh, in three years. A lot a lot of people like to hone in on that. Uh, and I'm just going to give shout-outs because I failed to do this before. Bonafide okay. uh, picker in the chat beforehand. Uh, Kenneth Douglas Milton mm-hmm. is there as well. Uh, Uptown Dre and EP all in the house. EP, if you just signed on, you missed my my happy anniversary message to you. Uh-huh. Just going to have to roll back and and see that. And Douglas, upset alert will go both ways. Which games are Washington going to upset the the uh, favorite team? Which I believe they're actually underdogs for quite a bit of them. 
right. and which ones are are they should they be worried about upsetting them so that's mm-hmm. all coming up in the game these troy aikman comments though you know when it comes Ooh. down to probably he's hedging his bets right he's he's yeah. he's not saying absolutely carson no, Wentz won't get another another um another chance but he's definitely kind of putting it out there that uh that he doesn't have a whole lot of opportunities i think it does come down to that that three teams and three years part you know aikman brings up how it didn't end well in philadelphia and didn't it was a very ugly ugly Mm -hmm. uh breakup there Mm -hmm. and the fact that indianapolis you know traded a first round pick for him got Mm -hmm. a couple of thirds possibly a second back a third and a second back uh, out of that deal, but for a one-year rental, it's not exactly what you're looking for, right? So, mm-hmm. you know, there's definitely some questions about him, and I think one of the things, you know, QB wins, they're not like that's not a real stat, right? Like a team right. wins are a team game. Yeah, uh, Carson wins. A lot of people like to show like the left-handed interception stuff. He's got some great highlights from his time in Indianapolis, uh, but when you do look at his record over the last. You know, four years, the four seasons, uh-huh. five and six, nine and seven, three and eight, nine and eight. Uh, not exactly you know, setting, setting the standard there. But it's wild because it's like, I bet his stats weren't that bad. I bet they don't reflect the wins and losses. He really didn't have that much talent around him in these past few years. He's been putting up those records. The, the worst season in there, the three and eight, three, eight and one. Oh. Uh, he, he was 16 and 15. Statistically, the worst season he's had in the okay. NFL here. So you're mm-hmm. not wrong. Like he's it, it, that particular one. And we talked about it ending bad in Philadelphia. There was some, you know, messaging out there where he didn't really like the Jalen Hurts pick. He felt threatened. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think for the most part, we're going to see a lot of that put to bed this year. I think that we're going to see, you know, this is definitely a confidence building year for him. He needs to, for sure. you know, you know, build back that confidence that made him in 2017, uh, you know, the third and the MVP voting. Right. You know, he, he, and you know, he, he's comeback player of the year in 2019, where he threw for 27 touchdowns and seven interceptions, a stat that's very familiar because that's also what he did in Indianapolis. <laughs> yeah. I think so, that's I mean, hey, there. And so too. Trev, I'm with yeah. you. I'm yes. with you. I think that I, I absolutely think that this is not like, I think if he does, if he doesn't succeed here, which I do think that he has the tools to succeed here. I think mm-hmm. another team's going to sure. roll the dice. Yeah, and honestly, he'll probably be with Washington if he has a twenty-seven touchdown, seven seven interception season. He's probably going to continue it with Washington. Yeah, and so, I wouldn't. And that, that and that way, yeah, you're right. He's probably not going to do it. Now, here's something, Trev, mm-hmm. that's a little controversial here. Oh All boy, right? I love that I'm stuff. Not, you, you know, know me and controversial stuff. Most people, you know, they like to make fun of me because I'm a lukewarm kind of take guy. I like to see oh, both no, sides and everything like this. This is not a lukewarm take, and this might Uh-oh. this might get myself in trouble, or people might agree with me. We'll see. Uh, Carson Wentz is a better quarterback than Troy Aikman. Oh, 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 y'all feel that? Was that an earthquake? Now, I, now, maybe that's a little bit of that burgundy and gold glasses coming through. I mean, Troy Aikman played in the era 
Milton, Milton's not happy with that one. He's, <laughs> I, I knew this was going to catch some people by surprise. I knew I this was going to be one of those things. When you're looking that. at it, Troy Aikman benefited from a great offensive line. Okay. Great coaching. He also had, you know, Emmett Smith, who I think is overrated, and uh, Michael Irvin. I know I'm, I'm coming for the Cowboys yeah, hard, hard today. Shady Katie, hope you're um, watching. <laughs> But but when you're when you're looking at it, I, I already you know QB stats aren't a real thing. But uh, you know, once you get past the Super Bowl year, look at Troy Aikman's years, right? So ten and five, six and ten, seven and four, seven and seven, four and seven. Even if before those, you're looking at zero and eleven, seven and eight, seven and five, oh. uh, and then it started to kind of click thirteen and three, eleven and three, ten and four, twelve and four. Uh, were the years where he, you know, that five-year span he did have. Yeah. I mean, he has more Pro Bowls. The thing, the thing about it is, is look at, when you're talking about he, that. Oh, he made X amount of Pro Bowls um, and that kind of stuff. Who were the other quarterbacks that year? Right, like go. Carson Wentz. I think has, the quarterback field has grown, and he's going up against people like Mahomes. Right, when he was in Indianapolis, he's not going to get mm-hmm. the Pro Bowl over Mahomes, over yeah. Allen. Who those guys just had way better seasons. Right, when you mm-hmm. when you look at the the NFC side of the house, he's got, got a better got chance. Rogers, you got you know mm-hmm. you have so you know yes, this year he absolutely does have a better year to to get there. And so, you know, even going as far down as breaking out some of the, the the touchdowns and interception stats, how many how many touchdowns do you think Troy Aikman has his entire career? And how many years did he play? He played for from eighty nine to two thousand, so roughly 11, 11 seasons, twelve seasons. My math's right Oof. there. I'm, I'm going to say he threw an average of twenty touchdowns a year. So I'll do the math. I'll say three hundred touchdowns. 165. 165. Even in the Super Bowl winning years, you got to yeah. look at look at during I'm going to go from 92 to to 95 there. It's not all the Super Bowl winning years, but those were the successful years he had in there. 23 right. touchdowns, 15 touchdowns, 13 touchdowns, 16 touchdowns. And then if the last one I'll throw in there 12 touchdowns. He only broke 20 touchdowns once and that was in 1992. Mhm. So and this, there we go. Uptown Dre gets me. Carson's more talented. Aikman was in a prosperous system in coaching. He didn't need to throw thirty touchdowns mm-hmm. and put up four thousand in any season. You're right. He absolutely didn't. He, much like you know Emmett Smith, benefited from the people around them and were successful as a team, which is what you need, which is what we could potentially have here in in Washington. Um, we are going to have it. So yeah. the. You know, when it comes to Carson Wentz, I mean, he, you know, we're look at the interceptions too, by the way. Carson Wentz, by the way, uh, 140 touchdowns in just the, the, the short period of time. <laughs> different <laughs> leagues, right? Right. Different, yeah. We all different know. Leagues, yeah, we right? know. You know, it's more era, passing attack now and everything yeah. like that. But even then, the interception. The lie. Yeah. The interception rates. There, you know, the fact that he's 100, Carson Wentz is 140 touchdowns to 50 interceptions, 57 That's interceptions. It? Yeah. 140 so touchdowns and 57 so grief. I, they, again, people like to blow up some of those, 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 uh, those awful plays, right? He has it. He's, wow. he's a lot Everybody like Patrick Mahomes who's getting some grief right now who, because they like to extend plays. They're looking for that yeah. big play. And so sometimes those ugly plays are just ugly. Troy Aikman didn't have those, but he did yeah. have a total of 141 interceptions. 
So he's all, he yeah he's barely above the one one and one. No wonder he said Carson Wentz is probably last chance to be a starting quarterback because he knows what it is. Yeah, and his downhill did start uh, when age you know thirty he had a good season. Age thirty one is when he really started kind of go downhill. Obviously, there's some health issues with Aikman, and yes, Milton, I agree the leadership is an aspect. Here's the thing: I we've been saying this a lot on Ref the District, okay. The Carson Wentz leadership aspect is being blown out of proportion by media and people. If you look at his teammates, his teammates are not the ones calling out his leadership. Jim Ursay is the only one who has put that out there. And let's all be realistic. It's Jim Ursay. Just saying. So, yeah. And his video lately, his sanity might not be in check there. Just saying. So Carson Wentz, I th- like when you're looking at it, I think is a better pure quarterback than Aikman, and that's the kind yeah. of controversial, you know, the 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 that's my hot take for yeah. for today. I'll take it. The, the um, that being said, I see where 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 Aikman's coming from, right? Like if he if mm-hmm. if Carson Wentz flames out mm-hmm. here, you know, it, it puts it in question. But so, I just yeah. still think that there's a lot of talent there where he has someone's going to roll the dice on him. How many times did Fitzpatrick? Get you know sixteen. He's played for almost every team in the league. Exactly. He he will continue to find you know maybe it's only as a spot you know uh, you know as that bridge QB right. But people are going to continue giving him a QB one you know air you know a QB one starting position because Mm -hmm. he just has that talent. He has Mm -hmm. something that a lot of people do not have, which is talent. Um, (laughs) <laughs> yeah, which is talent kenneth, yeah. Ken, kenneth melton carson was disrespectful <laughs> by a drunk jim ursay uh yeah. yes uh potentially drunk uh, maybe maybe that's a little slanderous but i mean he did that that video of him singing in the bathroom was uh something else yeah something else uh bona fide picker a new era of social media does change the conversation good points thank you thank you I, i'll take right. it absolutely um so <laughs> We'll see. Let us know in the comments. Do you think this is Carson Wentz's last chance as a QB one? Trev and I say it's not. You know, we think no. that he maybe maybe it is because he's going to be so successful here that he doesn't get a he chance will. anywhere else. Right? He's going to be QB one for the Washington Commanders from this about. season and beyond. That's what I'm talking about. We'll see. Uh, tell you what. Uh, let's did we let's real briefly touch on Bradbury. Oh, Washington okay. Commanders yeah, didn't sign him. Who cares? Okay, big deal. No, over, it's fine. Over, they did, they over, need- he, did we need him? No, we don't need him. We tried to get him last year. He didn't want to come to us. So there's sign number one. Number two, he signed for ten million dollars for one year. He wasn't proven. He wasn't worthy of that from last year in New York. He stays in the division. Terry McLaurin has burnt him. No matter where he's played, he gets burnt. So it doesn't bother me. It doesn't scare me. I ain't worried about it. Good to go. That's all we're going to say about Bradbury. Best of luck with the Eagles. The Eagles do have a pretty talented squad. We're going to talk about whether or not Washington is going to beat them coming up here in the game. The game is brought to you by Pacers Running Stores. Pacers has six stores in Northern Virginia and D.C. For the best running footwear, apparel, and gear, just stop by or schedule a virtual fitting with the best running experts in the business. Pacers Running exists to help as many people as possible through running. For every run, it's Pacers Running. Welcome back to the game where we're going to be going over the Washington Commanders schedule. 
in full. So we're going to go game by game. We're also going to do a couple different things here with it to kind of spice it up because I'm sure you've probably at this point, there's been, you know, 15 people plus, you know, thousands of people have put out their scheduled predictions mm-hmm. gone week by week. So Trav, the first yeah. one I want to ask you is are you, how familiar with are you with the schedule right now? You got it up in front of you? No, I don't, but I can if you want me to. Okay, because I'm going to ask you, and this is, goes out to our, our live chat and live listeners right now. Which game, if you like, which game do you think is a lock to win? Like, there's absolutely zero chance Washington's going to lose that game coming into the season. Which Ooh. one do you think that one's going to be? Texans. The Texans. That's interesting. Why do you think it's going to be the Texans? Why is Texans the lock for you? Uh, they're going through a whole new coaching change, different staff, staff regime, whatever you want to, the word is. Um, I'm really not sold on Davis Mills. I mean, he started getting better towards the end of the season, so we'll see what happens. Um, they've added some pieces, but I still don't think they have enough. I think they got more competitive, but I don't see them being a threat to really anybody right now, but they are going to be a little bit better than last year, but I think that's still going to be a lock for us. You know. I like Lovey Smith as a coach. I think that he's a lot like Ron Rivera. I think that he can really coach up a team. Mm-hmm. I do have that as a W, yeah. but I think that one's probably going to be closer than some people are comfortable with. If I had to pick a lock, and, I, and the chat's still on the Carson Wentz uh, discussion there, um, but if I had to pick a lock, I'm going mm-hmm. to pick Week 12 versus Atlanta. Mm. I just I just don't have a lot of faith mm. in what they're Mariota. You got Ritter, uh, you know Kyle Pitts. Pitts is good. Pitts. I mean, I, mean, I just Drake don't London. think they're. I just don't think they're going to put it together <laughs> this year. Okay, I think no. that's going to be another four or five win team that's just not, mm-hmm. you know, not going to live up to you know. Well, there, there's not a lot of expectations for no, they're really not. I think, I, I think some of these other games are going to be a little bit scary, but that'd be my my lock for Washington to win. Okay. Is there any game, any game in this in this schedule that you think is you, you expect Washington to lose? Maybe not guaranteed, but you expect them to lose. Uh, Go against least, your video here. You got all dubs least, in the video. At least one against the Philadelphia Eagles. I hate to say it, but. We're, I'm expected to lose one against them. I'm expecting to really honestly lose. We'll find a way to lose against Dallas somehow when we shouldn't because they've lost a lot of good pieces. They really didn't make any moves offseason, but we'll find a way to lose somehow. We still some have way. an average coach. Yeah, and we do have Carson Wentz. Just saying, being realistic, he could whatever. Um, another one I'm expecting or maybe thinking we could lose the best chance. Ah. <sighs> Aaron Rodgers, man, I'm not. I mean, Aaron Rodgers is still Aaron Rodgers. Without Devonte Adams, he's still Aaron Rodgers. So, like, yeah, it doesn't matter who saying. he's throwing to. I mean, yeah, l- 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 that's l- the only list, person they lost. Yeah, list all his wide receivers over the years. Like, they're we'll be just, fine. just a bunch of bunch of nobodies. That one's definitely a game uh, that I think is probably the closest to being like a guaranteed. Like, we really shocked. I think Green Bay. 
last year with playing them as close. Yeah. Uh, so, but Same I think I, City and- I, I think it's going to be another one here. Uh, ben Willard says he expects us to lose to the Oof. Vikings. Bonafide Pickers takes the 49ers. Gus Oof. Bus with the Niners as well. Uh, I, I don't know, Trav. I'm with you on there. Mary W. Mary W. Mary W. Jimmy G ain't, be- ain't beating us. Trey Lance for Dagon sure ain't beating us. So. That one's and that Debo one will be an interesting there. game because <laughs> you know it is cross country uh, and it is during Christmas. the holiday season, so that one will be very interesting. I think that one's going to be one of those games that if they pull out a victory, it, it'll be very impressive. All you people picked losses, but none of you wanted to, t- to tell us, you know, which which game do you think is a guaranteed win? Make sure you get that in the chat as well. Um, Gus Bus says Debo Samuel and Nick Bosa will beat us. Well, Debo Debo's Samuel has to there. suit up. Yeah, um, he might. He Milt, probably be there, Milt wants to go there. to that Niners game. That one's going to be probably a really, really fun game to go to. Uh-huh. Uh, Uptown Dre with a great point here. Nothing is a lock with this team until we see consistency in practice, locker room, film room, and on game day. I honestly yeah. think the consistency is just needs to come on the game day. Right, we're seeing them do the the right things in practice. We're seeing that the locker room is mostly together outside of the pain. Uh, Alan drama, which seems oh, to be un- uh, yeah, that seems to be washed away. Um, and so I think once they start putting it on on you know that stuff on tape, then we'll be good to go here. Kenneth with the Texans is the guaranteed win going against or going with Trev on that one. Um, Doug, uh, Douglas has the Falcons as the win. So there people are agreeing with us. Gus bus mm-hmm. with the Falcons is a guaranteed win. Uh, so that's good to know that we're, we're kind of in the same boat here. All right, yeah. let's go ahead and do this, this week by week. Okay. I have all, all these fancy little things that I created here. Week one, it's the Jaguars coming yeah. to Washington Lots being made out of this game because the Jaguars beat Indianapolis. Carson Wentz had that ugly like shovel pass and mm-hmm. failed to bring Indianapolis into the playoffs because the Jacksonville Jaguars are there. Are you scared of the Jacksonville Jaguars week one? No. And I'll <laughs> tell you why. New coach, Doug Peterson. You know, I mean, he's coached before, but. He's familiar yeah, with he's Carson Wentz. He's, he's, he's familiar, familiar with Washington. I mean, but like it's we have more weapons than Carson did in Indianapolis. And they stopped running the ball in that game. Like, I don't know why people want to leave that part out. Yeah, Carson had that ugly left-handed pass, but they stopped running the ball. So I mean, if you already know the kind of quarterback you have in Carson Wentz, why and you have Jonathan Taylor. And you obviously know that Jonathan Taylor is the reason why you guys have team wins. Carson is a compliment to that. Why would you stop running the ball and put it all on Carson to win the game when you know that you, you don't trust it? So I think this is an easy dub. I think he shakes those demons back. I think this is a sweet way to kick off a uh, season for Carson Wentz. Revenge against Doug Peterson for, hey, you brought in Jalen Hurts, so I'll show you why you should have kept me. Number two. Oh, you beat us last year, so I couldn't go to the playoffs. Well, I'm back again, so here we go. So I think it's easy dub, easy dub. I don't know about easy dub, but I'm going to go with you on. I'm going to go with you on a dub here. I think that they they, more talented. 
I do think Carson Wentz is going to be able to exercise those demons and come out with yeah. a victory here, and Washington fans can be happy after week one here. Uh, <laughs> Kenneth, though, says Jags have the advantage. Ben is taking Carson Wentz in his revenge game as Washington mm-hmm. starting 1-0. Let's move on to week two here against Detroit. What's up, Ben? Shout out Ben Willard one time. What up, dog? Uh, Detroit is an away game. One of the interesting things here on the uh, the record or in the uh, season, if you're looking at it, is there's only two back to back games where they either have away, uh, a two way two away games back back week, you know, and then two home games. Other than that, it's a home away, home away, home away, home away. So I, I thought that was pretty interesting schedule beat as far as that was concerned. Um, so here they are away at, at Detroit lions, pretty scrappy team did get a couple of victories last year that I think surprised a few people. Do they get the victory here against Washington Trev? No, they don't. They'll make it interesting in the beginning because they're young and exciting and flashy. They got some splashy names out there, but like I said, they're all young. Everyone on that team is young. Even Jared Goff, he can't be trusted. We have, the, the better players, the better talent on, on paper. Everybody's been in the system. We're, we're returning. I saw, I saw a stat. We're returning like 80% of our starters on both sides of the ball. So, like, there's that continuity right there and that consistency that we're looking for. So, it'll be easy in the beginning. I mean, crunchy in the beginning, but then we'll run away with it. Ron Rivera's team start off a little slow. That doesn't worry yeah. you? I mean, yeah. That's what, we'll, we'll probably get punched in the mouth in the first quarter, and then we'll come back and, and knock them out and win the game. So. Yeah, Uptown Dre has us winning it as well, and so do I. I think this is another game that uh, is just tailor-made for them to win. It's probably going to be closer. Some people, I think, will will be you know not happy, right? I think t- I don't think a lot of fans will love the fact that they're two and zero, and these victories are against teams that they think are lesser. And I think that fans are fans are fickle. Okay, that's what I'm saying, start- bro. When have we started two and zero? When's the last time we started two and zero? You just be happy, right? Just be yeah. happy. A, a win is a win. Uh, ben says Jameson Williams is scary, but he's taking <sighs> that W. Kenneth is saying an easy victory. Yeah. So who's uh, who's going to be proven right? Grayson Roberts asks us. Uh, shout out to Uptown Dre too, by the way. Heading to the Cubs game, picking that dub. Uh, Grayson Roberts, your take on this question: Who's going to be proven right, Colts and Eagles or us? For Carson what? Wentz, Trev, do you think yeah. that they're going to be proven right that he's not the QB one, or nah. do you think it's going to be? We're going to show people why he is is QB one. I, I think he's going to have a very mind. successful season. I think that yeah. I think that he's going to have a very good season, and I think people are going to be very happy with this trade mm-hmm. by the end. It's end all be all. I'm taking Detroit here on the Dubs. I mentioned that. Let's keep this. What? Here. I'm I'm sorry. I'm taking Washington with a dub. What sorry. the hell? <laughs> a dub against Detroit. Okay, Let me clarify okay, here. Let me clarify okay. here. Week three, the Eagles. Mm-hmm. A lot of love mm-hmm. coming the Eagles' way. Mm. Through Washington fans, Philly fans are feeling pretty good about themselves. National media is kind of coming around. You know, do you believe Jalen Hurts led Philadelphia Eagles? Um, not week three. Too early with all the new pieces uh, to be to have all the chemistry needed to succeed. Way too early, and it's a road game, and it's a division game. Uh, it'll be it'll be did spicy. Screw, it'll be close. Up? 
What this was an away game. Yes. And I, sorry, I, I think I, no, I, did I get this one right or wrong? They come, they tell come me to in us. the comments. Do they come to us? Yeah. So that's yeah. right. Cause they go back and forth, back and forth. So this is a home game, yeah. not an away game. Um, yeah. Ben says Washington wins their home game. The Eagles will win their home game. Division games are very mm. important, right? So you can't, you, I, I'm I'm with George Carmi. Shout out George. Four and two is what they need to do in the division. So you kind of have to go one and one with one of the team with two of the teams, and then you have to sweep a team. I think Philadelphia is the team, one of the teams that they're going to go one and one. And I do have mm. them losing this one here at home. Mm. Uh, I think that Philadelphia's got a really good team this year. I do think that on paper. I think they're. I think they're a lot better than what some people want to make them out to be. Bro, if they didn't have that running game last year, they would have been nothing. And they were running back by committee. Washington historically has <laughs> ha- has problems with running quarterbacks. So I know Kenneth saying here, week three still haven't faced a good QB, and he's yep. taken the Commanders. I'm wing. with you, Kenneth. We three and zero right now, baby. But I, I, I do think Hertz is a lot better than what people give him out to be. I think that uh, um, uh, Tanner says that Hertz it ain't it. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. I, 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 like, I like Jalen Hertz. I don't think that he's going to be, you know, I think that he's a very serviceable QB, and I think that he's a, a good QB in the sense that he can help you win games. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm going to I'm gonna take Philadelphia as a loss here as well. Trevor, both two and one at this point. It's scary that we're – we're we're kind of what deep. I said we win. Oh, you win? You have us done as a win? Hell yeah. Oh, you because you you have them winning the the away game or losing the away game is what it is. Maybe. All right, let me let me I'm let me clean up my chart here. I'm writing it down, <laughs> keeping keeping tally here as we go along. Uh, it is now against our hated rivals, mm-hmm. the Dallas Cowboys. Ooh. This one is in Dallas for Week Four. Mm-hmm. Is this where they see their first loss for you, nope. Trev? No, nope. nope, we're going with the. We're, are we just memeing it again? Is this a full? No, nah, dog. This is this is a four. We're four and zero right now. I'm telling you, Dallas. It's it's not gonna. It's gonna be a good game. It's gonna be a good game. We're gonna probably play it down to their to their level because right now we have the better team on paper. I mean, we do. They lost Amari Cooper. Say what you want about him. He's still a threat. He's a name. Uh, Zeke isn't that great. They lost their offensive line to have Zeke be great, which is the reason why he's not great. Um, Cedric Wilson, another place, person they lost. They lost some people on the defensive side of the ball. I mean, I think this is kind of going to be a little bit of a, a struggling year for Dallas. I think we beat them week four in their place, in Jerry's world. That would be pretty amazing. I would love to see it. I would love to nothing more than to sweep Dallas. Mm-hmm. This is this is one. I'm not going to go as far as Ben, who's taking the L, who's saying we're going to take the L and then oh, one. Ben. But I, I am going to go as far to say that Washington loses this game. They lose the away game here with Dallas. Okay. Um, you have them starting 4-0. I think it was. We're 4-0 right now, baby. Yes, bus. If we lose against the Jackson Lions, the sky may be falling. But if we follow that up with wins against the Eagles and Cowboys, more important from a tiebreaker and rivalry yeah. perspective, then we're good. Yeah, yeah, that would be great. I would take that. I would lose. I would, I would, I'd be willing to give, you know, I have them at two and two. I would absolutely give up those first two and have people freaking out and then beat Philadelphia and Dallas. And I think most people would be, would be happy with that. 
Bonafide Picker says, Trev, you got to stick to your gun 17 and 0. <laughs> you crazy. Uh, but I like the positive out. I'm only 4 and 0 right now. You never, I might, you hey, know, yeah, he's, 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 he's sticking with it so far. Kenneth, uh, first L, Dak <laughs> is the truth. Uh, Fluky calls, do us in. Malice, Malice wins. wins. Uh, probably. <laughs> I hope it's not Fluky calls. I hope it's a good game. I hope that, um, you know, there's a lot of back and forth there. I just have us losing that one in Jerry's world as uh, as uh, uh, Trev called it. Uh, mm-hmm. Week five against Tennessee. Yeah. Tennessee coming here. Derrick Henry, is he healthy? Mm-hmm. Uh, who's quarterbacking for them? Is Are we going to see Ryan Tannehill. Willis or are we going to see Ryan mm-hmm. Tannehill? We're going to see Ryan Tannehill, Trev mm-hmm. says. So well, They're just going to run the ball the whole game. They don't have anybody else to throw it to anymore now. Is this where our second-round pick – Mathis comes into play for sure. And we get the dub. Seriously, the they don't have, I mean, I'm just being, I'm being serious. They lost AJ Brown. That was their last threat. Julio's hurt. He's not there anymore. Uh, all they have is Derrick Henry. That's true. They are, they were the <laughs> number one seed though. Right. And, uh, and they yeah, did kind and- of replace whether or not eight, uh, you know, Traylon Burks is actually a replacement for A.J. Brown. That remains to be seen. Rookie, mm-hmm. you know, wide receivers can be a bit hit or miss, so you never know. Um, Tennessee, uh, Milton, you're the only 10 Shout I see. We, we get a dub. W. Love, love, love to see it. Love to hear it. Uh, so, so, Trev, you have them starting off 5 and 0. I'm going to take this as a victory. I do think Tennessee is going to be a very hard out, though. This is this is a great defensive team. They were, again, first round in the AFC, a very competitive AFC. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you're right. They, you know this, this completely goes through Derrick Henry. Whether or not he's healthy at this point in the season is going to be remain, is, remains to be seen. Who's quarterbacking mm-hmm. for them? Is it going to be Tannehill? Is it going to be the rookie, Leak Willis? You know, mm-hmm. Who is going to be receiving on the receiving end of those passes? Honestly, don't even is know the defense going to be as good as it was last year for Tennessee? I just, I, I'd say no. But at least Ben and I are right on the records, three and two. He's, he's given them the L. And Uptown Dre wow. is with the dub. He thinks they'll be four and one, possibly five and zero oh against that awful, awful Cowboys team. Uh, he's staying uh, optimistic. Milton says, if we can't beat the Titans, Ooh. we ain't making the playoffs. Period. Ooh, that's a very bold. That's take. a take. That's a take. Trev, what do you think about Milton's take there? Yeah, only because of their history of how of them being in the AFC Championship or all or their game before that or always being the one or two seed in the AFC. Yeah, on that aspect, yeah. But now, as far as roster and talent wise, now. Nah, I think they're not going to be as good as they think they will be in the AFC. I think they're going to be in the lower half of the AFC this year, honestly. This might be Rabel's last year, too. <laughs> Ooh, that's pretty bold. I mean, I'm um, saying he gets you there and chokes under his watch. You want to make it to the playoffs, right? You want a winning yeah. coach to do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Milton, more on this uh, topic right here. Got to beat good teams or else send it. More on that by the end of this. Trying to move a little bit quick through here because yeah. there are a lot of games here. We got Washington versus the Bears. This is another one that I I think is that potential for that guaranteed victory, right? When you're looking at the season, this is just a team that doesn't do anything. Trev's got the W. He's Big time a, W. He's having to start off 
six and oh, I have a shout out four and two. Shout out Charles Leno, big time revenge game, big time dub in their house. Let's do it. All right, we're gonna move move on. Looks like we got a lot of people agreeing with us so far. Pardon me there. Green Bay coming. Here's the one that we talked about. Is this the guaranteed loss? And this is the one. So you have them 6-0 and up to this point. This is where you yeah. have them losing, huh? Yeah. Yeah, we lose to Green Bay. Uh, I mean, we just can't figure out to get over the hump and beat Green Bay like we did a few years ago on Sunday Night Football or whatever. But, yeah, I think yeah. Aaron, yeah, I think they do it. I think this is going to be another one of those competitive games that they just uh-huh. come up short. Um, I think that there will be one or two calls. Whether Maybe this is another one of those Gibson fumbles the ball uh, type situations where, you know, kind of, you know, has us there. Bonafide sticking with you, Trev. Is that your is that your burner account? Do we have to check this one? You guys are, you guys are in lockstep there, you and Bonafide. Uh, Kevin with the Bears, a candidate for 0-16. That's that's a pretty that's a that would be a rough one there. Uh, ben gives us the dub, has us going four and two. I think that was with the the previous that's what game. He just said he has um, a, the only upset of the year is if we beat Green so Bay. So upset for Washington. So okay. Ben Ben has us uh, upsetting Green Bay. That'd be great. That'd, I think that'd be a good confidence booster when you're mm-hmm. looking at this particular slate slate of games, right? So you mm-hmm. have Green Bay, Indianapolis, Minnesota. Eagles, you know, you you just finished up with Tennessee and Dallas. Uh, you know, Bears is kind of the only one in there that's a little bit reasonable. Like that's that's a bit rough. Hold on, hold on, Gus. What you mean? What you mean? He ain't quarterbacking. What you talking about? Gets a chance. Re- what are you talking about? For our audio listeners, <laughs> I, Gus Bus with I think Heineke gets a chance to redeem his childhood dream. Although at FedEx this time, nah, so dog. Gus Bus has Heineke starting by you, week seven. Wow, Gus Bus! Another thing overblown about Carson Wentz is injury prone. Right? I think that's way overblown. Be prepared, Commanders fans, to lose that second round pick next that's year just. because Heineke. he's gonna he's gonna start the required games for that to be. Uh, oh, so, so okay. Gus Bus clarifying okay. emergency okay. role. Okay. Not that okay, he beats right. Wentz out for the job, just kind of emergency okay. back in. Wentz, you know, sprains an ankle, maybe. Let's not wish any, any inter- injuries this yeah, this 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 early in the season. It's too early for that. Too early Whew. for that. We can uh, Milton, thanks for uh sticking around. Uh yeah, Milton, peace, peace out. Bro. Join us again next week. Uh, we should have Stoner back for next week. Uh, he might be a little tired from coming back, so uh, we'll see. If Heineke starts, cut our wins to seven. I'm with you. Heineke, a lot of people like to talk about the fact, two things here, right? So you got the Heineke Hive. I'm going to take off the uh, the banner for the Green Bay game. We both put it down as losses. Um, the, the thing with Heineke, a lot of people like to tout was it was a more difficult schedule. Heineke has his limitations, and Washington still finished with seven wins last season. Okay, so they use that as both a Heineke still has the potential to be a good QB, and people use it as a Washington should do better this year with Carson Wentz. To that's the to the latter point, I have to agree, Trev. Okay, yeah. if Washington can get seven wins with Taylor Heineke at quarterback, you get you put in Carson Wentz, who I believe is a better quarterback. You're absolutely yeah. right in looking at this, going 
If they can get seven wins with Taylor Heineke, they should be able to get more than seven with Carson Wentz. Think about how excited we were going into last season with Ryan Fitzpatrick. Because he can throw the ball. Because he can throw the ball, right? He can air it out. So we we wanted to move away from the Alex Smith, Dinkin and Duncan thing. Yeah, to I don't give a- Ryan Fitzpatrick airing it out. And now we got Carson Wentz who's going to air it out. I'm really surprised to see how many people are not excited about that. Like there was much excitement. I don't over, even care over Ryan Fitzpatrick. Strength of schedule doesn't have anything to do with Taylor Heineke's success or failures. If the boy can't throw the ball down the field, it doesn't matter if he's playing a JV high school team. He can't get the ball down the field. Sorry, it is what it is. Let's go on week eight. I don't want to talk I, about I, him anymore. We're not going to talk about. We're not going to talk about him because you know we we think that he's he's good he's to be on the team, year. but we're not we're not we're not focused on him. We want Carson Wentz here. Yeah. Gus Bus is asking us. We're going to take a break from the schedule real quick. Oh. We're we're going to go into week eight after this question here. Which of these games will they wear the black jerseys? That's a great question, Gus Bus. Monday night. Ben says it's going to be the Dallas game uh, and the Packers home games. I think a Monday night game too. We might do a blackout joint against Philly in November. That'd be so. Cool. The the Monday night game would be what week ten, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, that's at Philadelphia. I don't know that they're mm-hmm. going to wear black jerseys at, on an away game. I do think that it's going to be uh, a true. home game. True, true, true. And I do think maybe week, week three, eighteen would be good. But here's the thing: is you don't necessarily schedule those out. I think you do have to do the uniform schedule a little bit early. In the year, mm-hmm. and I don't know if you want to w- put the blackout day on the final week of the season, unless mm-hmm. you're in it to win for the playoffs, right? Then it'd be like a big momentum type thing, getting people pumped. Um, so I, I think that they're probably looking a little bit earlier. I could see potentially the the Green Bay game. That's a one o'clock game as well. They don't have you know the games that they have that are you know. Uh, you know, they, it's Chicago and Eagles that are, which are both away games that are their prime time slots. And so I just don't know that there's a great one there. No, nah, and every Giants, other game that one Giants, Yeah, Giants in week 15, that's going to be a dud. We'll talk about that when we get up there. So it'll be interesting to see where those, those, those jerseys come. I would love to see it in the finale. If Washington is, is playing for playoff position, I would love to see that. We're not going to be playing for playoff position because we're going to have it sewed up by the time that time comes around. The number one seed, Trev? The number one seed? Maybe we'll it's see. the third seed, but okay. <laughs> All right, let's go here. Week eight, it's the Carson Wentz revenge game number two. He's already played against the Eagles, lost against the Eagles. This is another l- loss for you, huh? Yeah, we lose. We can't stop Jonathan Taylor. You don't think our second round pick is going to help us out with that? If everyone talks about Haley's big run stuffer, uh, it's week eight. I'm not wishing this, but something has happened to where we're missing a, a key player or something in week eight. Something's happened, and we go in there and lose because Matt Ryan's going to outduel Carson Wentz. I don't know. I know. I know. It's, I know. But hey. It's just it's just set up for failure. Like you go back, Carson goes back to the place where they didn't want him, and then and they beat him and show you why they got rid of you. Like it's just set up. It's just set up that way. He's not gonna he's not gonna win all his revenge games. I'm telling you that right now. It's not gonna happen. 
you're right. I have them losing against Philadelphia, yeah. but I, I actually also have them losing against here against Annapolis. Yeah, I think two that, in a row. Uh, We've lost I, I do think Annapolis now. is going to be a good team. I don't think it's going to be out dueling Matt Ryan or Matt Ryan's not going to out duel him. I do think Jonathan Taylor will play a part in this. I think Annapolis defense is underrated. So right mm-hmm. now I have them four and oh, you have them six and two as we yeah. head into week nine here. So what do you have, uh, Matt? You have, you have your record at uh, four and four, four and four, four and four. Okay. All right. Now it's back with Philadelphia here. You had them winning the first game. This one's, in Philadelphia, do you have them winning this game, Trev? No, we've we've now lost three in a row. We're now six and three because that's who right. we are. We got to make things interesting when the going gets great. I said one and one split. I think Philadelphia is one of those teams that they're going to do that with. This game, I have them winning where they lost that the the week three game. Again, I think Philadelphia is being underrated. Pardon me. But uh, I think this is where he gets that revenge, right? So he lost against Philadelphia week three. He lost against Indianapolis. This is where he finally gets the, nope, I'm here. This is this is what I'm going to do, and this is going to get me the dub. Carson serenades his ex and gets that <laughs> dub. That's, uh, that's what we hope. Um, so we we will see, and Kenneth gives you a big old bless you for that sneeze there, bless, you know, because tight as they say as well. Uh, week ten again, I think people are sleeping on the Eagles. I do think that they're a little bit better than what some people expect them to be. I think they're going to be tough outs. We'll see, I'm though I like Jalen Hurts. I have to admit that. So that's a rough sledding here. I also What's like Davis awesome Mills. Point? Oh my gosh. But I'm with everybody else on this one. This is going to be a W. I like Lovey Smith, but this is just not a game I expect them to lose. If they Mm -hmm. lose this game, it would be embarrassing. Yeah. Absolutely embarrassing, right? Oh, yeah. So you have them down as a victory as well. Yeah. Awesomeness Sports. Shout out to you guys. I hope Ron Rivera is going to sign Terry McLaurin. It's going to happen. It'll happen probably. It'll it'll happen probably in July. Uh, So be patient. But that's what's going to happen. Um, we'll see. Uh, we'll see. You know what those that deal looks like because it's going to happen. And guaranteed, hundred percent. I'll put a dollar on it. It's going to happen. Yep. Um, week twelve. Oh. Did we skip a game here? No, we didn't skip a game yet. No. Yeah, we did skip skip a game. What? I'm missing for whatever reason. I'm missing week nine. I didn't catch that in my pre-show workup. Week nine, it is against uh, – it is a home game, November 6th, against the Minnesota Vikings. Oh, uh, yeah, you missed so your cousin. I did miss that one. I have it in my uh, my thing here, so I'm sorry. I apologize. Good catch there for uh, Uptown Dre. Thanks for uh, thanks for the assist on that one, bringing up Kirk Cousins, because I definitely missed that one as far as uh, – Getting there. I do have the. Uh, let me pull that up. Um, so it is the Kirk Cousins game. Is this a revenge game for him? I mean, he's played Washington before. Uh, is this a game that he's looking to get here for the victory? Do you nah. think they're walking away with a victory? Yeah, Washington goes walks away with a victory easily. Hands okay, down. so you you have Minnesota uh, losing this or winning. You have this game look, winning against Minnesota. That's what happens when you when I mess up like that. Puts me <laughs> off my game. Uh, I'm going to have them losing against Kirk Cousins, as embarrassing wow. as that is. It's not prime time. 
You like that? It's a one 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 a.m. game. Uh, one a.m. One p.m. One one p.m. game. Okay, <laughs> this citrus juice has really been getting to me. What can I say? I tell you that. <laughs> Kevin right. O'Connell revenge game. Ooh, I like that, but nah. That's good. I, I think that he's going to have a pretty successful year. I do think Kirk Cousins is not a great quarterback. I think he's decidedly mediocre, but he's going to get the W here. I think they have a lot of weapons. Justin Jefferson is just that amazing. Yeah. It's just that amazing, okay? That's that's the but, thing. So I think that they have the tools, the offensive playmakers, to make this game very interesting. Uh, we already did that Philly game, so we already did the Houston game. Uh, let's go ahead and go to week 12 with Atlanta. Uh, sorry for the mix up there and forgetting, uh, not, not catching that week nine versus Minnesota missing on my uh, overlay chart here. Uh, week 12 Atlanta. This is the one I took as the guaranteed victory. I yeah. just don't see them being good. I just don't think no. that that I think Atlanta might be one of the teams with Chicago that's in the running for a, you know, a top three pick. You know, they're going to be yeah. kind of losing at the end, trying to see who's going to get there. Um, and yeah. so I have them. I have Washington winning this game. The Giants, the first of two games, they play them back to back ish. As week mm-hmm. 14 is that bye, bye, bye mm-hmm. that uh, Trev serenaded us with. This first game here is in New Jersey, not yeah. New York, New Jersey. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you have them winning this game? Yeah. The Giants are going to win three games. Three games? Yeah. Do you have them really that low? Bro, they don't have any receivers. They don't have any defense. Daniel Tony, Jones. Tony, they have awful. Tony. Kadarius Tony. You don't. You're not a believer in Kadarius Tony. He, if he's already been in trade rumors before the season has started, I'm not counting him as they have in Kadarius Tony. He doesn't scare me at all. Saquon Barkley does not scare me anymore. Daniel Jones. I don't care if he beats us. We beat him last year, so that curse is done. Yeah, I mean that's a dub. They have no defense. I do think that this is going to be the year that that uh, Daniel Jones proves to people oh that he gosh. is not. Why? He's not. Wow. But he's it's not. Good. Hold on, Trev. <laughs> he proves to people that he is not the QB one. Oh uh, yes. That the Giants force are forcing right. I do do agree with Gus Bus. I think Dabble's going to be a good coach. I do think that there's some weapons there. I just do not think. Yes, Kevin with uh, Galladay. I I just don't think that they're going to be able to put it together this season. And I think that's going to be okay because it's it's a rookie season for him. They can Mm -hmm. him and then get the QB that he wants going forward. And so I do have Washington with the victory here in week 13. They're on bye week, week 14. Trev, that's, what do you think about that? What do you think about that bye week? Just judging off our history with injuries and all that stuff, that's going to be tough. I know it has its advantages as well because it's right in the crunch time of in the thick of things of playoff and postseason play and stuff, but at the same time, it's like we got to depend on our, our squad to be healthy enough to get us in that good position by in 14, in 14 weeks straight. And like you said, the schedule is home away, home away, home, home away, away, or whatever, whatever, whatever. You know, it's so, hey, realistically, I don't like it, but it might work out in our favor at the end. So, yeah, hmm. I, I much prefer like a week eight, week nine, week 10. Yeah. Week, kind of split up the season that way. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, this is. 
this is the last week you can have a buy is week 14. Uh, it's better than week four. You never want that early buy. I really feel no. bad for teams when they get those early buys. The one mm-hmm. benefit to a late buy like this is that they can get healthy before the playoff push, right? Mm-hmm. You have mm-hmm. them only at three losses here, right? So, and mm-hmm. I have them at five losses. That puts they're in position for a good playoff spot at this point, mm-hmm. okay, with our records. This allows them to get healthy to make that final push. Mm-hmm. That's the only good thing. Exactly. Do. So exactly. Well, hopefully that's the case, right? Because if they're if they're mm-hmm. if they're hobbling into in here with a 500 record or worse, yeah. this late buy, I don't know what they're going to be able to do with it. Maybe it, it pushes them into healthy status and they can close out the year, especially because I got them getting another dub here against the G. Oh, yeah. Uh, for sure. This is an easy one. Uh, yep. Tim, with the all dubs, thanks, Tim, for showing <laughs> up here. Tim. The Tim Sports Talk. Make sure you go out and subscribe to his channel if you have not already. Uh, Uptown Dre agrees with me. This is a sweep of the New York Giants. And, uh, Trev, we talked about it yeah. a little bit before, going four and two, right? So split mm-hmm. Philadelphia, sweep the Giants, and then you got Dallas left. But if you can sweep the Giants, split Philadelphia, that at least puts you – and good position within division. And I just think it happens. I'm again, have no faith in the giants this season. Maybe they're the team that surprises us, but I doubt it. it. Moving on to week 16. This is a game where a lot of our listeners were thinking this is going to be the one that Washington's guaranteed to lose. You and I picked green Bay. What do you think Mm -hmm. about their opinion on this game being the one that Washington's going to lose? You know, this is, Cross country. Yeah. It is the holiday season. I, yeah. uh, looking at this uh, game here, uh, the December 24th, that's not a Saturday game, though, right? No, nah, it's probably Sunday. I'm going to take a quick gander on the calendar here. The 24th is a Saturday game. Oh, nice. Okay. Um, I guess the opinions that, that we're going to lose are maybe being formed of what they did last year, making it to the NFC Championship, barely losing to Aaron Rodgers, yada, yada, yada. But this year, we don't know who's going to be quarterback by the time Week 16 rolls around. Jimmy G is still not fully healthy. We don't even know if he's starting the season off. And if he does, he he's injury prone. Now, that's the quarterback that is injury prone. He may not be there Week 16. We may have Trey Lance. Debo might not be there. Um, they don't have a number one wide receiver. I think it's going to be a battle, but I think we could. We're talented, more talented on paper, and I think if it translates to the field, we could we could squeak this one out. All right, so you have this as a victory. Yes, I do. Nice, nice. I'm Mary W. Mary W. There. Uh, I, I'm sorry. That's just that's just not happening. That's not happening. I do think this is going to be the game that this is going to be another game that they're losing. Uh, Kyle Shanahan. He, it's a revenge game for him. It'll always be a revenge game for the Shanahan's. Uh, P4 salute to you as well. The uh, Shanahan's teams are going to – they're going to be able to move the ball, okay? Their offense is going to be good regardless who's back there, even if they don't believe in Trey Lance, which is what the rumors are right now is that they are just mm-hmm. not as big of believers in Trey Lance as they were when they traded up all those picks to get him. Uh, but I, mean, I do think that everything in here is going to spoil our Christmas weekend – 
until we open up those gifts Christmas Day. I just think I that it's them. just not going to be here. And when Trev says we might, this Gus bus, when we when uh, when Trev says we might squeak this one out, that means it's an L. <laughs> it's an L. Maybe. 49ers running game with Lance, travel time, and a Saturday <sighs> start. We might at, lay an egg and candlestick. That's Uptown Dre. I agree. I just think that there's a lot probably going against Washington at this point, and I think that they're going to lose this game. So what's the record I have right now? You only have three losses as we head into week 17 against Cleveland. Is this the Deshaun Watson game? Mm. A lot Mm -hmm. of fans wanted Mm -hmm. this game early in the season because then they were guaranteed essentially not to play against Deshaun Watson. Is he back for week 17? Mm. If he's back for week 17, which I'm going to say he is, we lose to the Browns. Week 17 at home. Sean Watson back and they lose. Yeah, I don't think he's going to be back. I think that he might be suspended mm. for the entire season. I think it's going to be, mm. or if he's not suspended, I think that because he'll be ongoing with his legal battles that you're not going to see him. Um, mm-hmm. Kenneth, by the way, saying San Fran's not who they who we think they are. Exactly. Uh, we will go undefeated this season. P4. Uh, we'll go undefeated this season, only lose in the preseason. I'm with that you, P4. That'd be something. Um, I'm going to put Cleveland down as a loss as well, uh, yeah. only because I think I'm I messed up my math and I switched a few games for my previous mindset here, and so I need another loss here to kind of equal out to what I think that they're going to be. Um, so we're going to have them as a loss here, whether or not Deshaun Watson plays or not. You know, if they have a healthy running attack, that's the thing. Nick Chubb, uh, it's just a Kareem Hunt, these guys can run the ball. You know, I think that they're going to be there. Uh, my my buddy Jeremy here, uh, <laughs> sir, I'm going to need you to take that out of the universe. Watson will not be suspended. Um, mm. Yeah, he's going to be suspended. <laughs> he's going to be suspended for for maybe a little bit. Uh, Miles Garrett, the f- defensive MVP this year. Oh you know, no! Stop it, Gus Bus. Stop mm. it. Miles Garrett is one of the reasons why I think that this is going to be chalked up as an L here for for Washington as much as I would hate it, especially starting the new year. This is January 1st, uh, 1 p.m. game. I'm going to well, put this one got, down as an L. losing on Christmas and New Year's, happy holidays to us. Yeah, oh, just, the, just, not, just not a great <laughs> time. But then we get to week 18, Trev, and it's yep. the Dallas Cowboys coming in here. Yep. What do you think about this game? We lose it. You have us losing. All right, so I do not have us losing this game. And five. This, the, you know, this is we're going to split them. We're going to split okay. them. Yes, you do have them thirteen and five. You got to remember that extra game. Oh, thirteen. Yes, oh yeah, yeah. So mm-hmm. I'm, uh, I've got them going. Uh, no, actually, you're right. Well, no, it's yeah, it'd be no. You're right. It's twelve and five because it's seventeen mm-hmm. games, eighteen weeks. Uh, mm-hmm. I have them with seven losses. This is not one of them. I think this game that they win, I think this is going to be a very important game for the division. I agree with Gus Bus. I think this is going to be one of the one. This is a potential game that gets flexed to Sunday night. And if it gets flexed to Sunday night and they allow us to wear the blackout jerseys at We win in that game. We are we are gonna go into that with some straight fire. And I think that we're we we will win that game. And it's going to give us that important split against Dallas, split against Philadelphia, sweeping the New York Giants to take the NFC East with, for me anyways, 
with just seven losses on the books. You have them with five. Let us know in the chat what you got. I'm going to go over to our shorts here and uh, let people know. A lot of people loved the 17-0 and 0 take from you, Trav. Well, I'm because that's what it's going to be. But, you know. T-Ho with a 12-5. and five. Um, hey. Let's see who else was in here that uh, didn't just agree with the more like 11 and six from outlaw King seven, five, seven. Uh, and everybody else was either calling you delusional, delusional or loving that, uh, that 17 and O take uh, the all dubs record. Yeah. Do, what do you think they have? What do you think the potential is that, uh, that they actually go 17 and O what would you, I mean, put, think- how much, would you put would you put ten dollars on that? Because that's probably, yep. they'd probably get you a hundred k. I put I put ten dollars on it because I really think that we have on paper a lot of the better talented teams than the, the teams we're facing this year. The schedule is pretty easy. It's a lot easier than last year. Nobody really scares me except for Aaron Rodgers, maybe. And there's a couple trap games in there. You know how they go. But other than that, I really believe that according if every if everything goes to the plan. You know we're healthy. We everybody contributes. Curtis Samuel's great. Jahan Dotson's great. Carson Wentz is great. B. Rob's great. Gibby, if everybody does their part, we could go seventeen and up. I really believe that. I love it. I love, 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 love to hear it. This one, you t- you're right, Trev. So this this particular season, last year we played against a lot of quality QBs. This year, maybe not. Right? You still have yeah. you know you know. Uh, Green Bay in there, so you're going to play Aaron Rodgers. You got Dak Prescott, um, mm-hmm. but then outside of that, I mean Trevor Lawrence, Goff. You know, however you feel about Jalen Hurts, Tannehill, um, Justin Fields, Matt Marcus Ryan, Mariota. Kirk Cousins, Davis Mills, Mariota. You know, Jones. That's uh, what I'm saying, Jimmy bro. G, whoever's quarterback in for Cleveland in Week yeah. 17, not a whole lot of quality QBs this year that they're going against. Mm-hmm. Now, pass rushers though, they've got we, there's a there's a gambit of pass rushers, right? So both the Jags and the Detroit Lions picked up aggressive pass rushers mm-hmm. this offseason. Philadelphia's mm-hmm. made some moves to shore up that. You got Micah Parsons and uh with the Dallas Cowboys. Mm-hmm. We've I've talked about how Tennessee's defense is pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um is that going to be a problem or do you believe in Sam Cosme in this line? I believe in our offensive line. It really wasn't that bad last year with the makeshift line that we had. Yeah, we lost Brandon Scherf and Eric Flowers, but you really couldn't tell. I mean, I don't think it's going to be that much of a – what's the word I'm looking for? I don't think it's going to be that noticeable that they're gone on the line. I think our line's going to be just fine. Now, Kevin brings up Chase Young here. Chase has to evolve beyond Jadavian mm-hmm. Clowney for us to get up to the 12-ish win area, which, by the way, it's I've, been more than three decades since we've hit, hit that kind I, of wins. I agree, but I also think that if it's just everybody on the line can trip, can you know get some kind of pass rush, I think we'll be okay. Yeah, we do want Chase to be that freak athlete on defense that like you know, the Aaron Donalds and the Miles Garretts, but like we have enough other depth and other talent at other positions that go along with that. We don't necessarily need him to be that guy on the defensive line. We still have Montez Sweat, we still have Payne, Jonathan Allen, the Mathis kids coming up. Um, so if if our our defensive line can be like five different like five different versions of Chase, that would be awesome. But I don't think we need Chase to be the heart and soul like the you know like you know what I'm talking about. 
I think he needs okay. to be the stud, but I don't think he needs to go all out and be wild and crazy. I I, I do want to see him bounce back, right? So yeah. he did have a disappointing sophomore, sophomore yeah. season, even before injury wasn't nearly as effective as he was, you know, as exciting as he was. Now he did make a couple of plays to kind of keep Washington the game. Um, right. This is definitely but, one of those ones you don't want to just keep stat watching. The defensive line coach is one who I, I think is important to watch there. Um, I think he might be the, the hottest seat in all the coaching because if mm-hmm. they can, if he cannot get yeah. production out of Chase Young and a bunch I'm of other you. first rounders, you just you know a lot. I know a lot of focus goes on 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 Jack Del Rio, but but, but when you look at the the defensive like our defensive ends, they're being taught to go in straight lines back. Now, mm-hmm. I think that's largely because they're expecting the middle to be crushed and push them back but there. But it wasn't crushing. But when it's not crushing, all, all you're doing is giving wide open lanes for those running backs. So we talked about Jalen Hurts being able to, you know, really damage the team to not double, you know, go back to the Hurts uh, comment there. But um, it's I think that there's some aspects to it that they need to improve on defensively. But, I mean, if you're looking back, kind of Gus Bus's question here, I'm not going to go with the the uh, the same uh, season as last year. But if going into last year, we thought we had a top five defense. If we just had a serviceable QB, like the 15 to 18 range of QB play, this team was going to be playoff bound. I think we're back to that point, right? I think we're going to see top 10 defense play. Hopefully. And I think we're going to see good to, you know, you know, serviceable to good offensive play, which is why I'm a little bit optimistic. Now I know, you know, Las Vegas isn't as high on the team as we are. A lot of the national media have us losing uh, quite a few games. Some of us only four games. If we only win four games, that's an absolute disaster. And I do expect Ron to be gone after uh, the four-win yeah. season. Yeah. So – but I don't expect that to happen. I do think maybe it's maybe it's the burgundy and gold glasses. I don't have seems them like right a lot now. of our fans seem to be pretty happy with it. So, I, I mean, I'm kind of. It's just that we thought the same thing with going to get William Jackson and and Bobby McCain and to shore up the back end, and the communication was bad. So hopefully that continuity is going to carry over to this season. Because if it doesn't, then yeah, everybody's gone on the defensive side of the ball. That is what it is. Uptown Dre asks, "Are we trading Payne or letting nah, him walk and getting that third? We're letting him walk. He's he's. I, I I just don't see them signing him uh, no. after the season. They're not going to trade him away. That's you know, no. if, for them to trade him. They need need to trade him in season, right? And I just mm-hmm. don't see that happening, especially as well as we're all predicting. You too, Uptown. Uh, with the season, they're not going to trade that defensive uh, tackle." to get there. So I think that they just end up not signing him after the year. I think that they're looking to sign other options and, uh, and move on from Deron Payne. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kevin, since we ignored linebacker, I'm really hoping we can get Landon Collins back. So that here's my take. Interesting. Here's my take. I think that they're not making any more moves until after June 1st. Yes. Honestly. Well, they can't and, particularly sign Landon Collins back because he was a June 1st cut until yeah, after June but, 1st. And I don't even know if he's going to come back or not, but I do think we are going to add to the linebacking room because we definitely need it. And they've already said that they were looking for veteran leadership in that front. But I think 
once put the June 1st cuts come out, there might be somebody a little bit better than Landon Collins. Because we just drafted Percy Butler to kind of fill that Landon Collins role, safety, hybrid safety, whatever. So I don't think Landon's going to come back and play that same role and have to split shit, split snaps with the rookie. I don't think he's going to be cool with that either. So I think that draft pick addressed the Landon Collins situation, to be honest. I'm with you, Trev. I'm with you. I, I think, honestly, <laughs> the per, the Percy Butler pick in the fourth is what they're looking for, right? So Percy mm-hmm. Butler is a coverage uh, safety. He's also somebody who can play, you know, close to the line, downhill runner in yeah. that regard. So I just don't see them signing Landon Collins, especially because Landon is so dead set on being a safety, even if it's that Buffalo nickel, that, you mm-hmm. know, that, that box safety. I just don't think that they need that. I think that they're probably not now, fine. not now, not anymore. Yeah. I do think that they're going to sign a more traditional veteran linebacker uh, who they can get on a cheap deal just to hold mm-hmm. them over. I've long said the third safety is more important than third linebacker. And I think they got that mm-hmm. with Percy Butler as much as I, I appreciate Landon Collins loved him coming out of college. Uh, happy to have him on the burgundy gold. I just don't think that uh, he's going to get re-signed here. Uh, Kevin, Trev, what's your prediction for um, not Olave, <laughs> Jahan Dotson? Uh, he's going to be a stud. He's going to be a stud. He's going to catch 40 to 50 balls for 700 to 800 yards. He's going to have six touchdowns. His yak is he's going to be he's going to be really well in yak. I think as as a great pick. At first I was like what the hell, but then you know, you do your research afterwards and find out that they were actually targeting him the whole time. So, he's going to be a stud. He's going to be great. Another weapon to our offense for Carson Wentz. Happy to have that offensive weapon there. I maybe not as bullish on some of the stats there for Jahan Dotson. Uh, I think probably maybe, you know, under five touchdowns, (laughs) probably close to 700 yards. Mm -hmm. And then uh, you're looking at, uh, uh, you know, serviceable in there. Mm -hmm. Only six touchdowns. Yeah. So he's a bit smaller. And I think that Carson Wentz, you know, when you're looking at, you know, maybe some of the the tight ends that we have, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, that you're going to, you're going to lose some of those touchdown plays. So his, his touchdowns really are going to be coming from the, from the deep, you know, rather than from those red zone targets. So mm-hmm. that's where we're looking at for Jahan Dotson. Douglas asks, did the John Allen having words with pain on the sidelines play into that decision on Payne's future with the team? I think it, mar- it provided ammo, but I don't think it was the sole, the sole reason. I think the lack of production really, might be part of that too, because I think Payne is out of the lineman we have now, excluding Mathis. I think he's the weakest lineman we have for some reason. Out, out of the big don't... names, probably. Yeah, out of the big names. You know, I mean, yeah, yeah. But out of the out of the Bama wall that we're building, I think he's the worst one. If I have to say the word worst, but Douglas, I don't think it played a decision um, at all. Really, I think that if anything, Jonathan Allen would be you know, advocating for Payne to stay on the team as a, as a friend, as an Alabama mm-hmm. guy, the mm-hmm. familiarity uh, and that they're players. Right. So I think that there's mm-hmm. a lot of probably, you know, love there between them two. I think that you, they're butting head. They butt heads last year because it wasn't going well. Imagine them in Alabama. Go it's well. probably way worse than there. Yeah. And they, they are actually people who showed video of Al- them fighting in Alabama, maybe not them directly, but the play defensive players mm. fighting in Alabama, even though they had like a 30 plus point lead, you know, that's just the kind of competitive nature that they have. I, th- I think that 
you know, anybody, if you have siblings, if you're, you know, if, if yeah. you're married or dating, you know, if things aren't going well, you're going to butt heads, you're going to fight. And I think that's just what happened there. I mean, you see them in the off season, they're at the Capitals game uh, together. So I just don't see that having played a huge part into it. As far as that, maybe on the coach level, they're like, mm, this isn't quite the guy that right. we want. Right. Of character. Jonathan Allen, uh, right there. Um, you know, the, uh, you know, he is somebody who's going to be with this, this team for a while, right? They're putting his face mm -hmm. out there a lot. We've had the opportunity to interview him. Uh, I think that they're definitely going to push his name a lot more. And I think with that, Deron Payne also might just want to move on. He might want to find his own home where he can be a star because he was a first round pick and he probably believes in himself in that regards as well. Mm -hmm. All right, let's uh, move on from the schedule. We're going to be mm -hmm. talking the NBA lottery and should the NFL move to that kind of style that's coming up here in the cool down. The local team, the Washington Wizards, ended up with the 10th overall pick in the NBA lottery. Right about where they expected, you know, any, any, mm -hmm. and that's, uh, you know, with where the record ended up, probably not where fans wanted. A lot of fans would love to have one of those top four picks, especially in the NBA, right? The NBA, mm -hmm. pretty heavy on the top talent, and then everybody afterwards can kind of be kind of a wash or kind of a crapshoot. You got, you know, great examples with Washington over the, the Wizards over the last year. Trev. Mm -hmm. What if the NFL used the NBA lottery system instead of just the straight record system that they use right now? What do you think that would look like? That'd be dope. I mean, it looked the same as it does in the NBA. You have your, your team representative up there, pull out a lotto ball, and and go. Records. I mean, that means I think it would prevent teams from quote unquote tanking, even though everybody says they don't tank, but it's clear they do tank. That would prevent that from happening. Um, I think isn't tanking of, more prevalent though in the NBA because, uh, like, I know the lottery no. tries to prevent some of it, but I still see no. teams who want to lose the most games so that way they can get the best chance at getting that number one overall pick. But I mean, I think you see a little bit of that even in the NFL where you know teams might not try as hard, right? I mean, you, the mm -hmm. you you had the uh, you know Doug Peterson purposely you know putting in uh nate sudfield right so against oh, yeah. you know as they're driving against washington and that mm -hmm. question that was questioned so i don't know that there's a great solution for tanking but is the lottery I, at least make things interesting you seem to yeah, agree that, it, that, that it at least yeah. would make things interesting kevin says would. in a word no lottery is garbage uh, kevin you gotta expand on that for us man <laughs> why do you think it's garbage i do think that there's a lot of things here i mean you Look at the way that the NBA has marketed their players. I mean, granted, it's a very player-driven league. And the things that they're making interesting. So they have this new play-in, which, which the NFL arguably did with the additional wild card team. Uh, you have uh, the NBA, you know, for their all-star, right? They do the captains who pick their teams. So, and they publicize that, right? That's a whole television like that that gets money that's coming into them and i think that even the lottery people watch just literally 
where they're going to find out for the draft. I think that those things are pretty exciting for the NFL as far as making money, Mm -hmm. but does it help solve anything? Probably not. (laughs) I think it'd just be something cool and new to to take place. That's about it, honestly. Kevin doubts it because uh, ever since they moved the popcorn machine off the camera, it just seems fixed that somebody (laughs) really hates Washington. Someone really, really hates Washington in that regards. Uh, Gus Bus, it would work more for the NFL than the NBA. Regular season games are weighted so much more than NFL. Yeah, shorter season. So, I mean, you really, you know, one loss here, one loss there could really uh, make the difference. Um, Stoner is in the chat. Everybody give Stoner a great shout out. You can tell I've been talking for an hour and 15 minutes. Happy anniversary, Stoner. And uh, get back to us soon. Hopefully hopefully you uh, are back in town for next week as we do that. Um, I agree with Gus Bus's statement right here. NFL doesn't have a parity problem. Uh, Teams, stars do tend to stay with their their, their smaller markets or at least their teams that are there. They really don't have a parity issue because where the NBA, the top teams are the top teams and small markets struggle, the NFL – Look at look at how many teams that each year make the playoffs that missed the playoffs the year before. You know, you still have a couple dominant teams. You're still going to have the New England Patriots under Bill Belichick. You're still going to have Patrick Mahomes. You're still going to have Green Bay. You're going to have some elite teams because they happen to have elite players with them. But then a lot of other teams can hope to make the playoffs. Maybe they're not Super Bowl contenders, but at least they can make the playoffs, Trev. Yeah. So, so <laughs> I mean, so, it is what it is. Yes or no on the lottery system for you? Nah, no, no, don't do it. Shut it down. Nah. Just keep it. Keep it the way it is. Yeah. Douglas just... says with the lottery, the NFL could be. Could you, with previous trades, have a team that gets two top three picks? Yeah. Okay. So okay. So yeah, in the so... NBA, they have they have the like protected picks and stuff like that. You'd probably have to institute something there. You would probably have to fix something. Yeah, it's way too more complicated than what it's worth. So no draft lottery NFL. Like, keep it simple. Keep yeah. it simple. Washington nah. with all the dubs this week, uh, all the dubs this season. We'll see if that comes into fruition. We're going to go ahead and wrap things up here. You can catch us live every Wednesday, 730 on Wednesdays. I think I said that already. Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. Next week, we'll have Stoner back with us. Fingers crossed for that. And until next time, what's up? Be a fan. We love Washington. Uh huh. And we saw them die hard fans. Yeah, we are. And you know, we keep it on 10. Let's talk about two, one, two, three. Defense. Let's go. And they gifted. We are. Breath the dish. Oh, Come on out and join us. You join us.